Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the Wickedly Smart Women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create change all around the world. Now here's your host, Emerald Green Forest. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate wickedly smart women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Emerald Greenforest, and today we welcome our special guest, Kimberly Whitecamp. Kimberly is a successful marketing strategist and conversion copywriter and shares her experiences as co-host of the Chatting with Copywriters podcast. Working with her clients, she noticed that many people struggled to create and understand the big picture of their business and marketing approach. She developed the audience conversion method to help business owners and entrepreneurs draw in the right people with the right message at the right time. She combines the principles of great customer service and easy learning, which helps companies regularly sell out their programs through increased brand awareness campaigns and lead nurturing sequences. And I had the pleasure of meeting and dancing my booty off with Kimberly at the New Media Summit. And I am so grateful to have you here today on the show. I'm so grateful to be here, Emerald. I was, it was such an exciting time meeting you, and I'm, I'm so excited to be able to be on the podcast here today. Well, I am really excited because I think that you're going to help a lot of our entrepreneurial women who are listening. Not all of our listeners are entrepreneurs. I think there are some in our audience who are probably what I like to call corner office change agents. And a lot of those corner office change agents probably have things in the back of their mind about side gigs or side hustles or what am I going to do after I leave corporate. So I'm really happy that you are here and I want to talk to you about your kind of backstory about how you got into working in this area of helping people to make that match between, you know, what they offer and the people who are actually really out there praying for them to offer it to them. Absolutely. So um, after I graduated university, I moved to Spain to become an English teacher. So I got a lot of practice explaining really complex ideas, uh, you know, things that had happened, all of that really great stuff into easy, simple to understand language. And while I was over there, I got into travel writing and kind of meandered into the path of copywriting and marketing and fell in love with it. And I loved everything about the idea of being able to help people with the power of words. And one of my big superpowers for a lot of my clients was being able to explain what they did in the language that their audience was able to use, the language their audience was using, the language their audience was searching for. Because I started working with a lot of software companies. So, you know, you've got all these people who know all these things about all the, all the development side of all the complex stuff, but then the people they're serving don't know anything about the software. So being able to kind of bridge that gap and, you know, understanding what they were saying, being able to translate that into the easy to understand language, that's kind of where I, I got into the idea of the audience conversion method was because it was all about making sure you're using the right language. 
Mm, beautiful. I love that. Well, I'm a wordsmith myself, and I love the power of word and the power of the word to, I like to call it spell casting myself, <laughs> to cast the spells. And so I want to talk to you, Kimberly, about being a, an entrepreneur, you know, part of being an entrepreneur, whether it's the clients that you're serving or you yourself as an entrepreneur, part of what we have to do as entrepreneurs is really value our own vision. So when you got the vision to create the audience conversion method, and also when you got the vision to create the business, right? What are some of the things that you do on a, maybe even on a daily basis or had to do at the very beginning in order to really value your vision and move yourself into progress with creating your business and serving people? Absolutely. So one of the things, and I still make time to do this every day, is I would go into groups of people that are looking for marketing advice or that are looking for answers to marketing questions and spend just a few minutes a day giving those really fast answers for people's particular problems. For a lot of us, you know, we have these really complex ideas about what's wrong or what we need help with. Uh, and, you know, we go and we search Google and we get all of these answers, but then we can't see how it applies to us in particular. So we always have those really particular specific questions about what do I need to do? Where should I start? And it, it just goes back to basics. You know, a common phrase I've heard from a lot of people is, you know, you'll forget more about your particular topic than anyone else can learn in a lifetime. Because if you really dedicate yourself to knowing what you're talking about, whether that's plumbing, whether that's, you know, marketing, whether that's, uh, you know, wealth and coaching, anything like that, uh, we know so much about it that going back to the very basics can seem like a revelation to a lot of people. So going in and just kind of connecting with people and being able to give those quick answers is one of the ways I, I made a lot of progress. You know, I reached out to people and said, hey, you know, this is what you're talking about. I saw this article about that. This is how you can use it in your own. Here's an example. Okay. So I want to actually go a little bit deeper. I, I really am interested in hearing about how, not just how you applied that in your business, but internally, like, is there something that you do to keep the momentum going for yourself and to keep working into this vision and really valuing the vision that you have for yourself and for your own business? And, and is there some practice or, you know, rituals that you engage in or, you know, just mindset work that you do for yourself to keep your own self engaged and keep valuing your vision and pouring your life force into creating this business and serving people. Yes, every morning I get up and I do a few minutes of meditation, just trying to center myself, you know, get my thoughts in order. I'm one of those people whose minds like to kind of run a little bit wild. So being able to start every day with, you know, a little bit of quiet, a little bit of calm, being really aware of everything that's going on in the mornings, it's a nice, peaceful time for me. And then uh, another ritual I guess I like to do is to sit down and do a little reading in the morning, uh, whether that's for pleasure or for business. I like to start my morning with gaining some more knowledge. I, I'm a knowledge seeker. I really like learning. I love everything about it. So starting my day with a little bit of quiet and a little bit of reading. Beautiful. I love that. I start my day off very slow as well. And I'm, I'm a pretty fast person. So starting my day off slow is actually a really good idea. I want to talk to you a little bit here about channeling creativity, because I think leaders and especially people who are entrepreneurial, oftentimes we're not only are we steeped in our own knowledge, right? 
and seeking to increase that knowledge and increase our expertise, but often we are super creative as well. And so I'd love to have you talk about either for yourself, how you kind of channel your own creativity and, you know, rein it in maybe sometimes so that it's in service to putting some cash flow in the bank or how you might be helping the clients that you serve to really channel their creativity in a profitable and prosperous way. Absolutely. For my clients, um, a lot of them, uh, they have a, an image in their head of what it means to have proper business communication. And uh, for me, I, I'm never a fan of the proper business communication because at the end of the day, most of us are interested uh, in a course, in a product, in a service, in, you know, I, I need a lawyer, I need a therapist, I, I need a, a new pair of shoes. We're interested in buying from people who are interesting. And we're interested in buying from a particular person because of who they are. We like and fall in love with who they are. So part of the process that I, I walk my clients through is how to put a little bit of themselves into their marketing. And that's, you know, drawing on what's a hobby they really like or what's a topic they love talking about to other people and kind of just being able to drop little tidbits of that throughout what they're doing so that people can kind of get to know them. And that's, you know, harnessing what makes them happy, what gives them their passion and their fire alongside the actual service that they're providing. And that kind of drawing that in, being able to, to write the words that kind of reflect that. Beautiful. And since creativity is like basically your bread and butter, do you ever run into creative blocks? And if so, what do you do to get yourself out of the funk? Oh, I run into creative blocks all the time. Uh, you know, anyone who tells you they're a writer and don't get writer's block, uh, they're telling a very elaborate truth. Uh, so one of the ways I kind of keep my creativity and momentum going is to work with a particular type of schedule. So I like to sit down and focus on one thing at a time uh, for a very short period. Uh, usually 40 to 50 minutes, sit down, do the one task that I'm focusing on. And then I get up and I walk away. I literally leave my desk, walk around my house and listen to music or to a podcast that has absolutely nothing to do with what I'm talking about at that very moment. And then it kind of, it resets my brain and it resets kind of my momentum about what uh, I was working on before. So that when I return, it's as if I have not started working on that yet. And I have all of the creative juices still there. They're ready to go. They haven't, you know, run a marathon yet. So getting up, walking away, listening to music or listening to a podcast just for 10 minutes, you know, it's a very short period of time, but it's enough to do that reset so that I can go back with lots of energy to, to sit down and, and be creative again. Beautiful. I love that. I want to spiral back to what you were saying earlier about how when, when I asked you the initial question about valuing your vision about how one of the things that you did when you first started out was going into a variety of marketing groups where people were asking for help and, and helping. And one of the things that we talked about before we went on the air was helping is your secret weapon. Help is your secret weapon. So can you talk a little bit about uh, how help is your secret weapon in your own business and how you help your clients to be more helpful to their clients? Absolutely. So in my own business, you know, you got to walk your walk. So what I tell people is, as you were, were talking about in a previous episode, you know, the internet changed a lot of things. And one of the things that changed is we were no longer passive collectors of information from businesses. When we go online, we have an intent. 
right? We are looking for a solution. We are looking for a particular group of people. We are looking for something in particular at that very moment. And so the way people start their interaction with your company, it may not be they know your name, but they know that they have a problem and they're looking for a solution. So most of us, you know, we can pick up our phones and say, hey, Google, hey, Siri, hey, Alexa, can you answer me this? And then you'll get a lot of information that way. So what I tell people is to have a single question at the core of their marketing initiatives, which is, how can I help you? You being the people that you want to bring into your business. And then creating the materials, creating the information, creating the marketing that answers that question of how can I help you? And uh, one of the ways I do that is I send out a weekly email to my own list, right? anyone who signed up to, to hear more from me about a breakdown of a marketing idea in simple to understand language, right? I've done a lot of travel in my life. I've been to about 20 countries and I lived in four of them. So I like to relate marketing ideas, which some people may not know the right terms for, I'll relate them to stories that people will understand, that people will find fun and interesting. And then I will send out that weekly message to my list. Uh, and that's one of the things I encourage other people to do is, you know, how can you give them those little brief parts of information that they're already looking for? Mm, beautiful. So I would like to know, because you are an entrepreneur, do you have a team that you work with or are you a solopreneur? And if you do have a team, talk a little bit about some of the things that happen around leadership. And if you're a solopreneur, the self-leadership aspect, you know, I'd love to hear maybe your biggest leadership challenge right now. Absolutely. So I am a solopreneur. <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm a one woman show, as they say. And uh, some of the tenets around self leadership is, you know, setting your own goals and treating yourself. Uh, and this is something I, I've struggled with in the past, for sure, is treating yourself just as if you are your own client. Right. The, the popular phrase is the cobbler's kids have no shoes. So, you know, making sure that there is a particular time in my schedule to work on my business. And it's not something that can be moved. It is a meeting with myself. It is a meeting. It is a client meeting. And I need to show up and be prepared to work at that time on my business, whether it's uh, answering calls, whether it's you know working on the financial aspects, whether it's uh, creating the marketing materials that I will be sending out to my, to my clients and to, to my list. So it's one of those things where for self-leadership, setting your own goals and then setting up a specific time where it's time for you to work on your business. That is definitely been one of those things. I, it's taken me a while to learn that you can't just set those times and then be like, okay, yeah, no, today I, I can push that off or someone needs to talk to me. So I'll talk to them at that point, realizing that it's a, it's a meeting that can't be moved. Yeah, beautiful. I love that. And I love the discipline that I'm hearing in that as well, Kim. So uh, I hope you don't mind me calling you Kim. Kim is fine. Kim is fine. Okay, great. Well, we are already at the break. So uh, we're going to come back in a few minutes and talk a little bit more to Kimberly Whitecamp. But for now, Wickedly Smart Women, we could use some help. Speaking of help, if you are enjoying this show and want us to stay on the air, please consider making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com. We'd also like to ask you to share with all of your lovely lady friends who you think might benefit from our content. I do want to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We are welcoming thousands of downloads from all over the world, and I want to shout out this week to our listeners in 
the United Arab Emirates. They just came on uh, this week as a new country. So hello, United Arab Emirates, and thank you for listening. And we'll be right back with Kimberly Whitecamp. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Women, are you ready for a big revenue breakthrough so you can stop working like a man and being paid like a woman? Are you ready to take the leap and go deep to claim your value and convert your wisdom to wealth? Is now the time to fulfill your mission and change the world? Creative Age Consulting Group is hired by women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance and be heard by millions while building a sustainable business model that makes bank. Please visit apply.wealthylifemethod.com to apply for an invitation-only consultation. If you have been inspired to receive support in welcoming wealth by making your most heartfelt contribution to the world, be sure to apply for a consultation today. Once again, that is apply.wealthylifemethod.com or click in the link in the show notes to access the application. And we are back with Kimberly Whitecamp. You can find out more about Kimberly and what she has to offer at theaudienceconverter.com forward slash challenge. When you go to that page, you will find a five-day challenge that Kimberly has set up to help you have better website conversion. So we're going to have that in the show notes, but let me just say it again, the audienceconverter.com forward slash challenge. So Kimberly, let's talk a little bit about challenges. What do you find is the biggest challenge that you have in your business? And what do you find is the biggest challenge your clients have in their business? And what do you think of all of these challenges that people are doing now in the marketing space? Since since you're offering us a challenge too. I'm offering you a challenge, Mm -hmm. that's for sure. Um, My biggest challenge continues to be the cobbler's kids have no shoes. Still setting aside that time to create my own marketing, and I've gotten a lot better at it. Uh, And especially since now, I, as you mentioned, I do my own podcast, Chatting with Copywriters. Uh, So setting aside that particular time, finding uh, more guests to come on so that I can uh, share the message of copywriting and marketing from more people's perspectives. And, you know, time. Time is always a challenge, but uh, I've used quite a few different tools here lately. One of my favorite is a little timer on my browser so I know how much time I'm working on a particular thing. So you can realize where you're you're losing time or where you think you're focusing on one thing and then you realize you're task switching. Mm -hmm. So task switching, timing, that kind of a thing. And one of the biggest challenges for my clients is most definitely narrowing down and defining their audience. And what I mean by that is a lot of the people I speak with, a lot of people that I work with, they have this amazing thing, right? They have this amazing product or service that they're so eager to get out because so many people are looking for this type of solution and they want to be able to serve everyone. And the truth is, yes, they could serve everybody. And what they have is definitely something that everyone can benefit from, but there are particular people who it's a better match for. And that goes back to bringing in the right people at the right time with the right messaging. And the best way for you to really dial in 
on your messaging and the best way to be able to create those really powerful marketing materials, you know, being helpful to the right types of people is starting with a very particular group of people that you want to reach. So defining your audience, you can call them avatars, you can call them buyer personas, you can just call them your audience, but kind of narrowing it down and saying, you can't talk to everyone. Everyone might come to your site, but who are you creating those materials specifically for? So that's one of the big challenges my clients face is being able to say, okay, I'm not going to give a message to everyone. I'm going to give a message to this particular person and this particular person, which actually brings in more of the right people. And then, you know, if somebody is just a step or two to the other direction that still can see themselves and who you're talking to, they still are attracted. So it's not excluding people. It's bringing in more of the people that you can serve best. Yeah, it's the precision piece. Yeah, I love that. So in the marketing field right now, challenges are a big thing. They, you know, they came out of nowhere in the last probably four years or so. I think I started to see challenges maybe three or four years ago. And it seems like that's a fun way to attract people. Can you talk a little bit about that? And is that something that you help your clients develop? Do you actually help them develop things like challenges to get uh, more audience interaction and engagement? Or is that, you know, something that the client has to come to you and then you do the copywriting for? Help us understand a little bit about exactly who your right, exact, specific, precise fit people are. <laughs> Absolutely. So challenges, uh, I think they're really popular because people like to see the progress, right? If I've got a question or a problem and, you know, I don't necessarily want to wait eight weeks to see the results. But five days, especially if it's something that I can do in five to 10 minutes a day because we're all really busy, that's a lot more achievable for me. So I think that's kind of where the idea of creating all these challenges came from is that people like to see the progress fast. They like to be able to do something quickly and see that there is an impact. And do I create them for my clients? Absolutely. Uh, you know, one of the things I really like is helping my clients figure out, well, what is it exactly that my ideal people are looking for creating that ideal piece and then creating the supporting materials too. Because one of the, the big pitfalls I see from a lot of people is that they've got a really great system to get people into their ecosystem, as Steve Olsher says, mm -hmm. uh, which is, you know, getting them onto your email list or getting them to follow you on social media. But then they don't have anything in place to keep in touch, to keep mm. nurturing the relationship, to keep building up the no like, and trust factor, which is why people are going to be ready to buy your stuff when they're in the right place for it. So I really like helping them create the full funnel, which is getting them into the list with a very valuable piece of information that people are already searching for. And then, you know, how do you keep in touch with them? How do you engage with them? How do you build an audience of people who want to hear from you? Mm, beautiful. I love that. Well, so ladies, some of the things that I'm hearing from Kimberly that I really want to emphasize here, and as a mentor myself who helps people to really convert their wisdom into wealth, which incorporates a lot of this messaging stuff, but, you know, is a, a little bit bigger an umbrella than what we're talking about here. But one of the things I have found over a decade of working with what I call messengers or, you know, wisdom keepers, people who are here to serve in a big way, is that we do feel so full, right, of what it is that we have to share 
that we can often be like gushing like a fire hose and our people need to have drops of water, right? The people who are really wanting to be served by us, they can't consume it all at once and they need to have it broken down into these easily simplified, understandable, what I like to call baby bird bites, to take your message and turn it into baby bird bites. And so the other thing that I heard you say about the challenges is people are looking for achievable progress. And so I really just want to make sure, ladies, that you are listening here that you don't have to overgive. And I think that's a challenge, particularly for, for wickedly smart women, is we have so much and we forget, we lose sight of beginner's mind and have a tendency to overgive or give too much too fast. Whereas uh, what I'm hearing from you, Kimberly, is, you know, let's simplify it. Let's break it down. Let's keep it tiny enough so that our audience will be able to make some progress for themselves and that will draw them in further and further and further. Am I hearing that correctly? Absolutely. The magic rule in any type of marketing is the power of one, right? You're, you're going to have one idea you're talking about, one call to action, one next step for people to take. And anytime you get past that, it's really tempting for us to be, oh, well, once they do this step, then there's this new whole world of possibilities. And it's so exciting that they can then, you know, go to this step and this step and this step. Well, most of us, we have so many things going on in our lives that we need the one step and we need to do the one step. And then it's time for us to take the next one step. So definitely the, the baby bird bites, as you call them, is absolutely the way to approach it. Because uh, once we start getting that, you know, those little, little baby steps, we build the momentum and then we're ready to take those next bigger leaps. But we do have to start with those little drips of water like you're talking about. Yeah, I mean, I remember when I first started in the internet world and in the online business, I felt I was gushing, you know, I was just like, I have to share my message with everybody. And I had at one point, I made 27 different webinars because I didn't know the difference, right? I was just like, okay, I'm gonna, I got to talk about this. And I got to talk about this. And I got to talk about this. I had no idea what I was doing. But you know, sometimes in our ignorance, we've managed to make something <laughs> something work, right? I was the throw spaghetti against the wall kind of marketer. And uh, now we need to dial it in a little bit more and have a little bit more precision. And it actually is in service. It conserves your energy and it allows you to really measure whether you're getting results or not. Like when you throw it all out there at once, you don't you don't really know where it's coming from. You don't know where your customers are coming from or how you're serving them. So beautiful. Well, I have one final question for you, Kimberly, and that is where do you go for support, guidance, and mentorship yourself? So one of the, the best places I go is called the Titanides. It's called the Not-So-Secret Order of the Titanides. And it's because as a marketer and as a copywriter, the sphere I'm in used to be very male dominated and it still kind of is if you're going to conferences and stuff and you know, they'll, they'll have, Oh, here we have all the best people on stage and it's like eight men um, <laughs> and maybe one woman, maybe one woman. Um, so it's a very supportive community. 
you know, always willing to kind of give you the emotional support, give you the professional support. Uh, it's a safe space for people to be able to, you know, ask their questions and, and not feel worry about it because we very much approach everything as, you know, we're supporting each other. We're not in competition. We're, we're there to help each other up to the next level. So that's one of the places that I go to get support in marketing or in just business in general. Beautiful. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with me today, Kimberly. It was a pleasure having you. And listeners, we do love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's show by calling into our listener line, which you will find in the show notes, or sending in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show. Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are wonderful women. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to review and rate Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.